You are listening to Auckland Libraries on SoundCloud. Welcome to the Library Uncovered podcast. Today we'll reveal some of the secrets of the Central Library's basement. Yorikoto Kor Mark Gospa Tienne. Thanks for tuning in. In this series, I'll take you behind the scenes at Tamaki Pataka Kurero, the Auckland Central Library. We'll uncover a bit of the history of Auckland's public library and meet some of the people who have worked in one of the city's most popular public buildings. When the library moved to Lawn Street in 1971, a large proportion of the collection had to be stored away from the public floors. Former manager Jeff Chamberlain remembers the transition. Right, because I was I was reading that, and you've alluded to it, that the building, this building, and some people probably wouldn't realise it was built in two stages, yes, and there was right, an old yes. cinema on the yes, corner, yes, right? Yeah. And so I was reading that it was an unusual scenario, and that there was actually initially less space in yes. this building than there had yeah, been in the old that's space. That's right. There was, yes, I'd forgotten that, but you're absolutely there was. We threw out heaps of books. And um, okay. we had this wonderful time. I don't know how long the library was shut for, maybe a couple of weeks, something like that. And it was So not only did the have to, collection have to be divided up, but it also had to, we had to weed it furiously because it just wasn't the room. And I remember one of the library assistants kneeling down on the floor, going through the books and looking at it, going, oh, that's shit, that's shit, throwing it in a huge pile in the corner. And Bob Duffy walked up behind her while she going, <laughs> and he just looked at her, turned on his heels, and walked away. I think he knew when to leave well enough alone. Right. Mm. But yeah, it was. It was. There was a lot of stuff, but there was this huge basement downstairs, so most of it went down there. I met Central Librarian Carl in the basement to find out a bit more about the space that few people get to see. Why does the library need such a big storage area? Um. Well, first and foremost, the sheer volume of books we have here. Uh, I think there's often a misconception at the library that um, we're getting rid of books, when in actuality, the library really, the philosophy here is to keep the books. Um, And so the basement just acts as the perfect storage area Mm -hmm. for our entire collection. we also have books that float through the libraries, um, and they often end up here at Central City Library. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't keep the library doesn't keep all the books, though, surely. Um, it, in order for a book to be discarded, it, it there's a lot of thought that goes into the process before we reach that point. So usually it's uh, because a book is damaged beyond repair. Mm-hmm. Um, but again. The library's loath to get rid of books. It's mm-hmm. not really in the in the working philosophy here. So um, to reach that point, there are a lot of steps mm-hmm. to go through. So the basement's partly a bit of an overflow, is it? An overflow, yes. Um, you could see it that way. I like. I feel the basement offers more than just being a one big a one big storage facility. Mm-hmm. Um, but in its essence, that's what it is. Is there, is there are, there, are there books that um, that that need to be in a, in, a, in special storage that come down here that they, they can't be on a public floor? Is that part of why they come here? Um, 
Well, here at Central City, we have the special collections. Mm -hmm. So if something is quite rare and valuable, uh, they have their own storage space. Uh, obviously, they have to be kept um, at a certain temperature and they have to be looked after. Mm -hmm. um, having said that, there's a lot of wonderful material down here in the basement. Uh, there's a lot of older books. Um, there's a lot of duplicates. Uh, and I think the library, the ethos here at the library really is just to always have um, have books on hand for people that want or need them. Uh, some books aren't necessarily flavour of the month, mm. um, but maybe 10 years down the track there'll be an interest that will spark up in them again. Mm. And of course we want to have them available if people want to come and access them. Mm. Um, but also there's the more obscure material that most people won't be interested in but if someone needs uh, that particular book for study or for some research um, it's good to have it available. And, and partly you, material that may not have a wide print run or it might be like particularly New Zealand material they don't often print heaps of that's it. Right, that's right, that's um, right. What sort of people do you get coming for tours of the basement? Um, is there, is there we, a cross-section? We get all sorts. Yeah. Uh, so we get uh, curious library regulars, so mm. people who have uh, long known about the basement, right. um, who just want a chance to see it finally. Kind of like the East Wing or something. Yes, there. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, we've had uh, other people from other libraries, librarians from the mm. National Library, um, oh, yeah. librarians from overseas. Mm -hmm. uh, we have people who have come on our basement tours from the publishing world. Right. Uh, authors, authors who who want to sh uh, see the sheer volume of material down here. Mm. Um, also want to look for certain books they need um, to assist them in their own writing. Mm. Um, so it's just a real assortment of people. Um, I think the one commonality, uh, just people that love books and love libraries. Mm. Um, mm and just the knowledge that the basement has been opened has just really uh, fired up their curiosity. Yeah, I was just thinking it's, it's sort of getting harder and harder these days to find an environment where you're surrounded by books. I mean, we had borders, yes, yes. Whitcalls, all sorts of places that you could walk into, but now, yeah, you need to come to a library or you need, sort of need to come here underground to Abs get that. Absolutely, and I think, uh, I mean, I know if at my home, um, my living room is stacked with books. Mm. There's just a, a real feel, an atmosphere that only books can provide. Mm. Mm. Um, and you really feel it when you walk down here into the basement, um, especially for the first time. There's something magical. Mm. There's a magical quality. You can't quite explain. It's almost like a uh, sort of childlike feeling. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so a a absolutely. There, it, yeah. It, provides provides a feeling that's perhaps diminishing in today's world yeah. Um, yeah, with the closing right. of bookstores that sort of thing what what sorts of questions do people ask you um, I think yeah. I think the the main question people ask um, maybe it's more of a statement um, so again it's going back to this idea people have that libraries especially this library are getting rid of books, mm. um, that books mm. are no longer our primary focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think coming down to the basement to some extent shatters that myth. Yeah. yeah. Um, people get to see that, um, hey, wait a minute, we are keeping all our books. In fact, um, you know, our collection's growing even. Mm. Um, so perhaps just 
coming here answers that question for mm. them without them even having to ask. Um, They're sort of taking heart from, from the experience of... Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, um, well maybe not obviously, but some material that's down here, like these UN documents, um, legal stuff, parliamentary material, can't go out, can't go out of the library. Um, but can I take out other material that you're talking about? Like a, if, if we have a, a novel down here that I want, can I actually take that out of the library? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd, the vast majority of the books and the material down here in the basement are lending. Mm -hmm. So um, if you wanted to borrow it, um, you absolutely could. So how do I, how would I know that it's in the, that the library has it? Like, so I can't see it on the shelf upstairs. How would I know that it's down here? So in order to know what material is down in the basement, you do have to locate it on uh, Auckland Library's catalogue system. Mm -hmm. uh, when you locate the item uh, on the catalogue, it will say that it's available at the Central City basement. Okay. Um, if it is, if it does happen to be a non-lending copy, it will say in library use only. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's the exception rather than the rule. Mm. Um, in order to access the books for lending from the basement, uh, you do have to request that it gets sent up via a staff member. Mm -hmm. um, of course, if you come on one of the basement tours that we provide, then you are most welcome to. Uh, grab books at your right off the shelf off the shelf that's probably a good time to bring in the the tally lift which yes. I mentioned before yeah. in terms of you're talking about the process now is that we a staff member will send a request down it'll come off a printer and then someone will go running around in the basement but there was a time when there was another way of doing this is that yes right? yes so um, up was until an alternative? That's right. So up until fairly recently, uh, we had a tally lift system. Mm -hmm. So what this was, uh, I guess you could kind of look at it like a little train. Yep. Um, so a patron would send a request down to the basement. A staff member would locate the book. Mm. Um, then they would take the book and they would put it in this little tally lift train. Mm. They would... Um, they would punch in the button for the appropriate floor that the patron was waiting on, okay. and then the telelift would take the book quite slowly, right, right around there. these tracks through the walls of the library. Uh -huh. uh, it would take a fair while. It's right. probably faster having librarians running up and down the stairs, but um, eventually it would make its way to the floor, and then the librarian who'd sent the request down would just pop it open, grab the book, and deliver it to the patron. So it was obviously a wonder, wonderful, trouble-free system. It did tend to break down fairly often. Um, I think in the end a little too often. Okay. Uh, hence the change of system. Right. Um, but again, it's it's a neat, I guess, relic from a sort of library era gone. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's pretty neat to see it in person. Um, you can sort of spot the tracks as they weave around through the walls. That's right. Apparently it used to, um, when the children's area was on the first floor, um, the tally lift track ran around the ceiling in, in there, and it was a bit of an attraction. I believe so. I believe so. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it is, it is a bit of a highlight of the basement tours mm. that we provide right now. So 
people tend to um, kind of spark up with a bit of glee when they see the telelift, yeah. and they're all very disappointed that it no longer goes. Yeah, I had a, I remember running into a contractor down here one day who was yeah fascinated by it, you know, and asked me what it does, and mm-hmm. you know, could he see it working? No, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, but yeah. Well, maybe one day, maybe one day it'll be fixed and up and working again, but yeah. uh, probably not in my lifetime. That's right. There you go. Lots of treasures in the basement. Yes. Um, so, are there? Do people? Are there always people working down here? There are. So, um, obviously, we have someone manning the basement who receives the requests, mm-hmm. uh, locates them, and takes them up to the floor they've been sent from. Uh, we also have people shelving books down here. Um, and then we run holds lists so there'll be people, patrons from other libraries who will request basement items from here mm. so uh, library librarians are tasked with coming down here, locating them and then preparing them to be sent to the library they've been requested from mm-hmm. um, it's not a crowded space though mm. um, and it can get a little spooky later in the day when you're down here by yourself and a few of the lights are off um, is, but that that, when, is that when the ghosts come out? I'm not not saying a word. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. But it, there's that, no ghosts in the past. No, no. Uh, but of course, that just sort of lends to its mysterious quality. That's right. So if this if this um, discussion has sparked somebody's interest, Carl, when how do, how do they how do they get themselves down to the basement? Yep. So if you'd like to go to the Auckland Library's website. Uh, and you search for Central City Library, there should be an RSVP form under the events page. Uh, And it's vital that you book on there um, because at the moment uh, we can only slot in five patrons at a time and interest has been um, quite large. Mm. Um, Oh, so just small numbers? Just small numbers at the moment. Like your own private tour? Yes, yes. It does, uh, it gives it that sort of intimacy but also um, for health and safety reasons, we've been keeping the numbers quite low. Fair enough. Um, right. And at the moment, they're running from four to five on Sundays. There you go. A basement tour. A basement tour. Yeah, absolutely. Well worth it. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Thanks, Carl. Cool. If you want to see this magic space for yourself, you can find out more details on Auckland Library's website.